0: Welcome to Jim Ratz Radio, and what's the weather in the UK today saying? Let's have a look out the window. It's absolutely beautiful, it really is, and what a long time coming. How long has it took me to say that? My God, my God, you might as well wear a jumper, scarf and bloody woolly socks six or seven months of the year in the UK but it's been a long time coming and it's a BPP having a barbecue outside. Absolutely brilliant. Anyway, only time for a quick one because i got a guy phoning me at five o'clock for yet another Gym Rats Radio he was going to have a good old moan. But just quickly, I had a guy DM me this morning and, and he just said to me, Dino, who's the hardest person you've ever trained with and why? Uh, and it's not a question I can answer quite easy really but one of the hardest trainers... Be- trainers I've ever, or the guys I've ever trained with, sorry, back in the day Um, and it always is back in the day, if I'm going to be truthful, because even just the local gym goers back in the day, it was a brutal affair walking into a gym, it really was, it was a scary thing even my first time when I joined the Forum as a kid, I remember walking down the slope over in Chalmsley Wood there and I was lucky enough to own the, the Forum in the end and it was great. That was great for me because of all the history behind it and where I started and Dorian and a few others and Kazma and everybody else uh, came and trained there. It was a trainer of champions. That's what they said on the on the outside of the door and it was. But it was a formidable place to go. It really was. And as a youngster especially and there weren't that many gyms around then. You know, My gym was about the second or third. But anyway... So I remember the the day I walked in there, going down the slope, walking down, walking down. I mean, it took me nearly a week of talking to myself to actually get myself to get into the gym, uh, to, to make that decision. So anyway, I walked across there with me a little training bag. Because back in the day as well, you all got trained at the uh, changed at the gym. You had your little bag, you put it on the bench, you got your stuff out, which you'd prepared two or three days before. All your, you know, your your drinks and everything else, it was all in the bag and you got that out and it was all part of it. So anyway, I walked down the slope to the gym and uh, I could... I could hear the clanging of the weights and I looked through the gap in the door and there were some big dudes because gyms back in Idaho, were mainly full of doormen and those type of guys and security guys. They were big, formidable guys with big fucking foreheads. Anyway, so as I got closer to the front door of the gym, there was just an overwhelming smell of jacks and deep peat, all those oils they used to we used to put on us back in the day on our elbows and knees to warm up with. And I was going to walk back out or walk back up the slope and I'd get back on my toes and try again another week because I was that scared. Uh, but I didn't um, because as I went to walk back, which I was going to do, if I'm not going to lie to you, two big or th- three or four big guys come down the slope, obviously to train... And I thought, oh, shit, I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to do this. So in I went. Sorry if you had any bleeping. I've got a phone on here because I'm expecting some calls in. Anyway, so in I went. And I'll tell you what, when I got in that changing room, it was the longest time I'd ever took to get changed. I was shitting myself. But the point being is it built up an environment or there was an environment in that gym there and numerous other gyms, I should should imagine, up and down that country uh, and across the world. In the 70s, 80s and the 90s, it was brutal. The training was brutal. It was always about the training. And as Dorian Yates has said numerous, numerous times, it was always about the training and the competing was a bit of a pain in the arse, to be honest, standing there in pants, dieting down. Who wants to do that? It was always about the training and your mates and the banter and all the rest of it. But the hardest person I've ever trained with, and I've been very, very lucky because I, I, I worked at Muscle Machine, and that's another story in itself, in Birmingham, in Hurst Street. Everybody, but everybody from actors, actresses, um, all your superstars from abroad. Because Ron Davis, my old gaffer uh, at Muscle Machine, he was hell bent on what was the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Just making the gym at Muscle Machine uh, the new gold gym the you know the gold gym of the uk um and that's why i've always tried to do that uh, replicate that medino's gym because that running still me that it was always about the customers but anyway the point being is we always had the stars come through the door from Sean ray to vince taylor you google these people uh, vince taylor great physiques ian lawrence steiner dennis uh, you name it you name it they were all there but anyway uh, but the one particular guy I was always looking forward to seeing, uh, that's uh, Mohamed McAway, he was there, he taught me how to pose. Follow your hands, Dino, follow your hands. Anyway, so, but the hardest person to ever train with, some would say Dorian Yates. No, it wasn't. Um, not that I trained with Dorian Yates, I've trained in the, and uh, been trained by Dorian Yates uh, with the guy recently. Uh, what was his name? I can't remember his name. Craig, somebody. Anyway, so, um, the hardest person I've ever trained in, if I, if I had to say one person, a guy called Tom Platts, T-O-M-P-L-A-T-Z, Tom Platts, Google that guy. The biggest is known for the biggest legs in bodybuilding and still has the biggest legs in bodybuilding. Uh, not obviously because of his age, but if you look on in the magazines, there was no one to beat Tom Platts. Um, there wasn't, uh, and his intensity was just second to none. And, and I remember him coming to Muscle Machines. We were so excited to see him there, and I had to take him up to his show. In, my, uh, in uh, where was this, Ken Latham show up in Yorkshire someplace, um, was there a motorway then, I can't remember, maybe one but not to that place and we had to go up through the A roads but the point being was Tom says to uh, came in the gym for us to take him up to the seminar at Latham's gym uh, and it was late as per usual anyway so Tom came in, he had to do a little bit of an interview with Peter McGuff and a few training shots and this that and the other and um, so anyway, he got that out of the way, and then he said, uh, "I need to train legs, run, and, 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 and runs like well, hold on, Tom. We 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 got to get up to uh, Lathans, gym, mate. This is going to, you know, this is going to take a top a couple of three hours to get up there, mate. It's a couple of three hours. You Can't be just messing around." And he goes, "Listen, I just need ten minutes just to do my legs." Uh, and he goes, um, "I'm just going to squat." I thought, "Oh fucking hell. because I was driving. I thought, "How are we going to get him up there anyway?" So the point being is. He sets up the squat rack and he said, I'm just going to squat for 10 minutes. I thought, okay, he's going to do a set and put it back, rack it and do a set and rack it and do, and and, and put it back and rack it and do a set and whatever for 10 minutes. But no, it wasn't going to do that at all. It was going to squat nonstop for 10 minutes. You imagine you're allowed to stop at the top, not rack it. You can't rack it, but you, you can keep it on your back and you've got to take some deep breaths and go again and go again. And it was who did the most reps. In ten minutes, now I think. Uh, oh yeah, so then Ron goes. Do you want to? Do you want to spot Tom? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what Ron was saying. There, in fact, there it is There on the front of that magazine. There, the old. I don't know what magazine that is. Anyway, there's there's a magazine in front of me. You listeners, and I always have the the bodybuilding. Cat, uh, flame lit, And it, there it is, shining up a magazine in front of me from 19, I don't know, wherever. i got a picture of Arnold on the back, I can see, but uh, Tom Platz is on the front, because that's what he was, a superstar. So he said, Ron, I need someone to spot me. He looked at me. Do you want to spot Tom? I couldn't believe it. Had the biggest hard-on you've ever seen in your life. You might think that's strange, but he was my super, superhero. Anyway, so Tom gets up to the rack. Hey, Nino, right, we're going to squat for 10 minutes. Da, 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 da. And he put three plates aside, and I think it was, maybe four, three or four anyway. He warmed up and did some stretching. Literally five minutes, I did some stretching. I couldn't stretch next to him. He was doing the hurdle stretch, touching your toes, bending back and all that. Uh, My legs would have snapped. Such a flexible guy for such a big man. Uh, Unbelievable. But anyway, so he started squatting, he started squatting, and up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down he went. Anyway, let me just turn this phone on to silence. Oh, he is. God knows how they're getting through. Anyway, so, yeah, uh, he started squatting up and down, up and down. The sweat and the beads of sweat. I had my hands under his chest, as you 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 know, as you do spot someone on, when they're doing squats, up and down, up and down. Not touching him, just up and down, guiding him, guiding him, guiding him. And it was pumping my legs, if I'm going to be honest, spotting him. So, anyway... He carries on, and he carries on, and he carries on, We get to about eight minutes, and he's puffing and blowing, and he's standing at the top, and you can see he's talking to himself, creating this madness, come on, you pussy, come on, fucking one more, come on, you pussy, yeah, fucking, swearing and talking to himself, and I, you know, I thought, this is great, come on, come on, up and down he went, up and down he went, and he he smelt like California, he looked like California, blonde hair, tanned, he smelt of Nivea cream, because he used to put it on after the shower, that's something else I'll talk about one day, anyway, me and Tom, in the shower anyway so up and down up and down after 10 minutes he racks it and he's dripping dripping and staggers back and then I'm looking at him thinking well I can't put I've got to take at least 2 or 3 plates off so I put a plate on literally a plate so I takes it off Come on in Dino, let's go, let's go, it's show time, and fucking off he goes, shouting and bawling, and every single rep I went up and down, he was lent over in my in my ear. How bad do you want it, Dino? How bad do you want it? Do you really want it that bad? You fuck all, Dino, you fuck all. You're nothing, son, you're nothing. Come on, keep going, you're nothing, you're just nothing. Come on, you UK boys, blah blah blah. Every single rep he was in my fucking ear. And that's why I've always done it when I train people now because it rubs off on you, it rubbed off on me. I was just going up and down the foot, I can't let him down. It kept going deeper, 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 deeper. I was going up and down. And my arse was on the floor. You could have picked a walnut walnut up with my arse cheeks. I was that low. Up and down, up and down. I got to about, I think it was about seven minutes. My... I was gasping, just gasping and gasping and gasping. He was patting me on the back. Come on in, come on in, Dino. You can do this. You can do. It. I could feel my legs seizing up at the top. They were cramping up, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. I went up and down, and I got to about nine and a half minutes, and I knew I was going to get to ten minutes. So he go, he was like, ah, "You got ten seconds, Dino." So what I did, I deliberately pretended I couldn't do the the 10th minute, I was shaking, I went like, and all of a sudden I felt these hands go underneath me, and lift me up, lift me up, and I thought, there's a Mr Olympia contender, there's a Mr Universe, a Mr whatever, my hero, on the front of that magazine in front of me now, spotting me, oh man... Oh, God, forget Pamela Anderson. Forget all those girls putting their arms around you. That was the biggest joy I'd ever had. And to to do that and to watch that intensity, it was just phenomenal, phenomenal. And then I'll tell you the story, because what time is it now? Let me have a look. Uh, what time is it? it's only Yeah, I've got 10 minutes before the next podcast. So anyways, I'll tell you the story next time. More importantly, what he did when he came back. Let me write a note here. Tom's training after seminar. I'll write a note and I'll tell you that tomorrow because I tell you what, not only that was hard, he got showered in literally minutes, he put all his cream on and all the rest of it and he looked a million dollars and we jumped in the Rolls Royce and off we went to Yorkshire for his seminar. And that's another story, and I'll tell you why and what happened then and why Tom Platts, as far as I'm concerned, is one of the hardest trainer that ever exist. It would just keep going until there was nothing left, literally nothing left. The reps would be hard. You could hardly see his legs moving. He didn't care. It was all about what everybody else wasn't doing, and Tom was. Anyway, so that's today's Podcast just quickly out of the way or radio show because I've got somebody phoning me up in literally ten minutes for the next podcast and he's fucking angry. He's fuming, fuming about who knows. You'll have to join me on next week's gym rat radio. Malcolm's on the way. Shit, and where's the where's the swear box? Where's the swear box? Anyway, I tell you what, I'm going to give you one question for you guys. I've got a box of cards here. I'm going to be asking Malcolm in it. There's the box of cards. There's the box cards box. Box card. You can't see them, my listeners, but the viewers can. Anyway, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to pick a card. And the box of cards are music trivia from the 80s and 90s. So this is for you listeners and you viewers on YouTube. I'm just going to ask you one question and one question only, straight from the top. Let's have a look. I haven't got my reading glasses on, so I may struggle. Robert Smith was lead singer of which British group? A, the cult... B, The Cure, C, The Damned, or D, Teardrop Explodes. Robert Smith was the lead singer of which British group? A, The Cult, B, The Cure, C, The Damned, or D, Teardrop Explodes. And on that bombshell, I've got to go because Malcolm's fuming. He needs to get on this radio show. He's got a lot to get off his chest, but what? Who knows? This is Dino for Jim Rats Radio. Thanks for joining me. We're out of here.